Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Infinity Train, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. Alex Bonilla. Bonjour. And Sam Quattro. Hi. Was there French in this episode? Yeah, the cat speaks French. Okay. Yeah, she does. Okay. She does. I thought it was a ladybug podcast, but okay, no. Very different. <laughs> We're talking the night three of Infinity Train, the cat's car and the unfinished car that aired just now on Cartoon Network, and we'll be reacting to and uh, analyzing these episodes theorizing about some big plot stuff that happens uh quite a bit of plot stuff i think in both episodes here so a lot to get into check out our previous infinity train podcast by searching for infinity train overly animated on your favorite podcatcher podcast app and uh you can also find us on youtube at youtube.com slash overly animated and subscribe wherever you find us to not miss our future infinity train podcast as we are rolling on towards the end of this uh miniseries here now we're, we're over halfway done now with infinity train Kind wow. of yeah. sad, but it's also it's just, just hyped, uh, crazy train hyped to talk uh, these these big episodes we had tonight. So uh, let's get let's get reactions to uh, all all that ha- went on in both of these episodes, Michelle. These were both great episodes. I'm having a lot of fun with this show, but I'm also like losing my mind because uh, I'm very way? frustrated. No, I'm very concerned. I'm more concerned than I was before about where this is all heading. And I don't think the show is being subtle at all. And I don't know. I have a lot of feelings. But I think in terms of like how this is constructed, these two episodes are great. I am happy the cat came back, you know. And but she's still sketchy. But also, you kind of feel for her. Also, Juan Juan's mom's definitely the conductor. I mean, did you see what he was doing with the balls? It was like the same thing as the conductor. So that's definitely canon now. But that's I don't strong. know. That's a strong term. But yeah, I, I need to think of total sense. Plus, like they ended the last shot on that like hole in the mm-hmm. wall, and that's the hole he fits in. Just like <laughs> I said, it's all coming together. He's the key. <laughs> but one thing I don't get is why the conductor didn't snatch him the minute he saw him, and is now hunting him down. Like that didn't make sense. He had an opportunity, he didn't take it. So I I don't understand that part. But everything else totally makes sense. Uh, I'm excited for more, but I'm also, like, really concerned about where this is going. Okay, well, we'll address your concerns, hopefully, if you t- if you finally <laughs> tell us your theories, Michelle, but, um, <laughs> maybe tonight's the night. Uh, it's time. It's, that's a good point. I did, I kind of forgot that the, the conductor slash steward was right there when, with 1-1 in this episode. That's a good point. Um, Alex, uh, what's your reactions to tonight's episodes? I was very impressed by these episodes. I think that the cat's car is beautiful and moving. And uh, both of these episodes were very reminiscent of Adventure Time at its very best, where it was able to do the surrealism with emotional impact. And I think that both of these episodes were really good at that. Like, it was just interesting to see, like, a lot of the different ways that they handled, like, this uh, surrealness of going into the static and then the second episode of, like, gravity being turned off. Like, that, that the animation was incredible. I think that they did a good job of continuing the through line of uh, Tulip uh, dealing with her with her family stuff and how that ties ties into this uh, train is probably something that we'll we'll talk about. Um, and uh, Atticus is, is still cute. Um, I think that one one get because of the fact that we make it a little bit more dramatic with the, with him in the second episode that helps his case a lot for being in this show. And I hope that he'll continue to be important since that that I think helps a lot. So all in all, I really I really really enjoyed these episodes. This has put put me back into the hype level that I was for the first episode. And I definitely believe, especially the cat's car, is one that that's like very creative very innovative and like in the in the contention for like one of the best episodes of the year wow nice uh that's that's high praise for the cat's car we'll we'll break it down uh, more uh, sam what did you think of tonight's episodes um i like them a lot i definitely uh lean more towards the cat's car than i did the unfinished car because you know how i feel about the deep interpersonal drama of life in general and how I feel about it in this show and in every show really. So the cat's car is probably my perfect episode of infinity train. Uh, so thus far anyway, uh, really getting into the whole divorce 
and the parent drama and God, Tulip needs glasses, Andy. Why didn't you take her to the optometrist? <laughs> no, Megan, why did you take her to the optometrist? Like, that's what my life was like. Anyway, <sighs> um, really love that episode. I was really feeling it. Enjoyed it immensely. Uh, there's one episode from Infinity Train that I would rewatch again and again. It's probably that one. I'm probably going to seek it out again after we're finished here. Uh, the Unfinished Car, I thought, was all right. It's... It's following along the trend of episodes that we're seeing where, oh, hey, we it's 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 a new car and there's things in it. There's turtles and they have a jam lake or something. <laughs> Which was kind of a little, bit, a little bit of the point of the episode was that they did a bunch of stuff in there. I know. It was like, oh, yeah, and, you know, nothing is supposed to be perfect and you'll mess things up. If you try to fix it, yada, yada, yada. I guess the point of that episode was, you know, learning more about 1-1 one, one mm. and what his purpose is. And also hashtag character development or something. I don't know. I thought it was fine, but not as good as the cat's car. Cat's car was really the standout here. Nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll echo everyone. I think the cat's car was the standout episode. Really, really good. Maybe the best episode of the series so far. Um, I, I actually, I don't know. I feel like it's a little similar to episode four, which was another one of my favorites from yesterday. Um, in that it's just very tulip character focused and we really, uh, really focus in on that the entire episode. I guess the big difference with the cat's car is that it's more dramatic, less like fun, silly, and it also has big plot stuff at the end. I think the, the combination of the intense tulip character focus with plot movement, uh, was really effective. So I think that's a, a big reason that might be the best episode of the show so far. Um, I also think there's a lot to like in the unfinished car. Um, I think it was also very focused on one, one's character, but there wasn't, um, but unlike, unlike the previous episode, there wasn't the, the big plot hinting. I, there's just, there's like vague kind of hints there. Um, I didn't connect with this one quite as much as, as, as some of the others, but I still think it was a, a good and interesting episode, especially like one, one being such a focus here. I think it definitely like the combination of these two episodes really shift your perspective once again in where we're going, uh, with the, in, with the series and the mythology of the series. And, I kind of see like the show being very purposeful in the combinations of episodes that it's doling out uh, information in. Like these are the one, one is important episodes, right? Like these are the one, one in the conductor and maybe like Tulip is being targeted. Like it, it like changes your, your, sh- it shifts your perspective um, each, each night. And uh, I, I feel like uh, Owen's talked about how they um, thought of them in groups of two because that's how it'd be airing. And uh, it's, it's just a really fun experience now because it's, it's, we kind of like were uh, hinted at it yesterday and we started to discuss, oh, what if 1-1 is like, we, I think we said it, like what if 1-1 is the, the, is the, the conductor's child and, uh, and what, the, then this turns into 1-1's really important. So I do think they're doing a great job of foreshadowing and then advancing. Like it's, it's just, it, it feels really like, um, fun and exciting like to, to go through this mythology driven experience I think um, and the, tonight more so than any other night because um, there's a, a lot of uh, plot advancement and it feels like we're getting closer to answers here which I think is, is really good um, so let, let, let's talk about the mythology stuff you know I think as always the theory theorizing the most fun to talk about on the podcast even if the great parts of the cat's car are the tulip character stuff let's talk the uh the the fact that we see the the conductor slash steward um here at uh, the, uh, okay so why are we calling the steward can, 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 can we, we clear yeah well let, let, let's steward clear this up okay so the uh, the character that has like all the tentacles and stuff the one that we saw in the corgi car that's been called the steward since the pilot episode the conductor is a character that we haven't seen now i think that the red the red line thing that you see in the shadow in the background, I think there's a possibility that could be the conductor because like, it's like kind of like it's kind of being like a big bad situation, right? Like if the steward is the person who's like doing all the dirty work, then the conductor is the person behind the shadow. So it kind of makes sense there. But the, the point is, that steward is a character and conductor is a character. Well, I mean, so uh, as, as far same, as, as far as we know, they're not the same, although they could be. But so, OK, right. OK, OK. So yeah. this is speculation based on the meta information from the pilot airing. I'm, you know, I'm trying to focus and, it and, on prob- the and probably the credits, although like uh, Cartoon Network airs the credits in like these little screen. And <laughs> the first night they also aired like, the wrong credits. credits. But, um, so, OK, so, 
Alex is right in that this character has been called the Stewart previous to even the miniseries airing. But, like, okay. I think that that is not information we've been given from the show. So I don't want to say that that's true. Like, that's, like, you know, like, let, let's focus <laughs> in on what the episodes are saying. Yeah, that's but I think it's too opinion. confusing if you keep calling them the Stewart and the conductor the well, same I, there, there's, I, I don't think that there is proof from the, the show that there monster. is a conductor that's separate from <laughs> no, the Stewart, right? Like, there might be a conductor that's separate from the Stewart. Like, that red line might be a person or it might be something else we'll, we'll talk about that but um for now i would say like the perspective the show has given us is that the person in charge is the steward character and mm-hmm. if we had not known from meta information that it was called the steward i think most people probably call it the conductor so that's kind of why i've been saying that well, um, like a conductor is in the front the conductor yeah, we, doesn't we, fit we've stuff been, look, in we've the been middle having of trouble the train. with train rolls <laughs> on this podcast we also there. just saw that the cars move around wherever they want so is there an actual front of the train right, or is it just <laughs> on a, a loop point. in a circle it's an affinity train exactly yeah. what if There's there is no front, no front? <laughs> okay but um mm. right i think alex is probably right but with the, these designations but um you know like well let, let's get there with the show so uh the, the, so this, in the finale <laughs> So in two days, that's not long to wait. That's fine. <laughs> that's we'll we'll see we'll see. We got I think we got a lot more than we expected tonight because we see this uh, the this steward conductor robot type character here back and the cat um's car is like well so we see in the beginning that the the cars can rearrange and uh, tulips like forced onto the cat's car next and then at the end the cat's car gets shifted back all the way to the end and um it's uh she's like confronted by the the steward and uh it's like what's what's what happened to the passenger um the uh the cat's like she took the ball with her um there's like this red tone that we see and then the, the conductor like again she lets her off and says don't fail again um so it's kind of a big a big scene we see here and this all of this be after the cat like trapping tulip in these tapes um which I want to talk about, I guess, but uh, just the one tape. I feel like that's important. The she tape. said her, her that tape, every yeah. passenger. Well, has so their the own cat, tape. the cat. Uh, in addition to this, the cat says things like, "Every passenger has their tape." Yeah, the, number, the numbers going down mean the train is pleased with you. However, I think we should call into question those things that the cat says because we know the cat was trying to manipulate tulips, so those might not be true. Is what I would say. I think the things that are definitely true is the stuff at the end because that's like. Uh, the tool where there no one's trying to trick tulip or anything um and I, yeah i don't know i it's because i feel like that was too casual to dole out like the number going down means the train's pleased with you i don't know it, was, it felt like the cat was trying to say anything she could to get tulip to stay i guess um but yeah i don't i feel like big takeaways are we see the you know we see the this this conductor character again we see this this red line thing which alex hypothesized already might be a new character i i i didn't even think that when it was happening i'm not even sure what that was and then uh the emphasis on one one i think is another big thing the cat's specifically like uh she took the the, the the thing with her, you know, like in the next episode, there's even more about 1-1 being important. So it maybe gives you the impression that the conductor's targeting 1-1 um, specifically. But then, again, why didn't it take him when it had the chance if that's true? Yeah, I'm not sure about that. It looked at him and left. What does that mean? Um, yeah, maybe they need Tulip to deliver 1-1. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, Sam. Well, what are your what are your uh, th- where are your thoughts right now with with all of this? With one one specifically, any any of these big <laughs> things in the, in the, in the, that happened tonight. That's too broad, Dylan. Yeah, let's do one one then. What about, <laughs> one, one? about that? Yeah. yeah. So my first thought, which is a joke thought, um, when one one merged together, would he just be two, or is he just one? One and one, one one. So he no, but you know how his voice like came together. Yeah, you know? that, okay, yeah. that's true. That's true. Anyway, I don't know. Um, Stephen LP, a uh, member of our Discord, brought up a theory. Um, I think last night or earlier today that I really like. Uh, he was theorizing that maybe one one is the conductor. And he was there all along. Which honestly, I know it's kind of kind of not woke for spokes. It's kind of broke. Um, haha, thank you. Yeah. Um, but you know, I I like that. Uh, in terms of one one like fixing things and being a focus, 
to me, that just says, well, maybe he's just kind of like a little micro spider train fixing organism. Like maybe there's dozens of one ones whose job that is. I'm sure there's another piece of media that has that that I'm not remembering. But yeah, like you know, oh yeah, it's the it's the guy who like fixes the stuff, but then he goes rogue, and now he's with you. It's like he's like Wheatley from Portal, except hopefully he'll be better. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of things about okay. one mom. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I actually wondered after um, the last episode if maybe he he's like broken and that's why he doesn't know who he is. Like when when he's normal, um, his two personalities come together and they form that one person who seems to know what their purpose is yeah, and has a very trains. a very direct mission. But because he's broken, he keeps resetting. And he's just wandering around listlessly, not sure what he's going to do. But yeah, I think he is like, he's definitely like a mini, oh God, what was the name? Not the conductor, the other person Stewart, we're going to call right? it. Stewart? This, Stewart. He's like a mini steward or something. Like, I think they're on the same side, but he's broken. And so he has two personalities now, but that's what he's for. Is he a uh, Stuart Little? Yeah! Oh my god! That was was great. Good job. My nostalgia. Is the show going to make that joke? I hope so. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Everything's getting a reboot. Why not Stuart Little? No, don't don't speak that evil. But uh, the. What. uh, Michelle, did you have thoughts on what the the, uh, red tone that uh, we've been mentioning was? What was your. When that happened, what were you thinking about that? I assumed it was the steward like processing her answers mm-hmm. before yeah. it made a decision because it seemed like a very like like robot-y kind of like laser thinking thing to do. Like it was almost like buffering or something. It didn't occur to me that the other conductor was like also in the room at the same time watching because like doesn't the conductor have like stuff to do? It can just follow the steward around on these little lackey missions. That Seems like this sense. is important though. Whatever. This yeah, is. but maybe that's just like how it works. I don't know. Like maybe it's two different people, but I assumed it was still the steward. Yeah, my initial thought was it was the same person, but uh, I think either seems plausible to me thinking about it now. Alex, well, yeah, well, maybe. well how about more on it being a separate person? Uh, well, A, because I, I'm already convinced that the conductor is a separate character. So I'm like, okay, when are we actually going to like introduce it existing? And this being like the first scene that is not from Tulip's perspective is very interesting. Mm. Since like throughout the entire show, we've been through Tulip's perspective. And so this is like the first scene that's like, okay, well, we're taking a step back and seeing what else happens on the train. So I found that that interesting. And like this scene has to be important for that reason. And also like a, a I mean, just speaking personally, I mean, this all happened fast. We're reacting as we watch. But, like, to me, it looked like it was in the background, and you could, like, tell the steward was, like, in the front. So that's why I just thought it was two separate things. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's tough to tell. Even when we go back and watch, that's going to be tough to tell. I think it's left inventionally vague. One one other impression I guess I got is that it's almost like that was the train reacting. Like, the, like oh. we, we kind of mentioned the train as its own entity a few times here. Like, Tulip calls it a thing. So I think that's very purposeful when we talk about stuff. Um, maybe that was like the, the train itself is alive and that was it, it reacting in some way. Or that it was its, its heart. Um, Vaporwave train. Yeah, vaporwave. Well, <laughs> I, I, that, I don't know. That, I guess I'm. All, I feel like that's that, that's what I'm feeling most right now. But it, it could be really anything. It's an interesting thing to throw. In. Oh, what it makes me think of is um, Otto from Wally. The uh, so in that regard, maybe it's oh, the conductor. Yeah, yeah. The, that movie. Yeah, the, we should talk about Wally a lot because uh, robots and stuff, right? But um, yeah, it's it's like it, yeah, the thing control. I feel like Otto had a similar red thing. I don't remember, but um. That, that's well, he was like though. based off of Hell Nine Thousand from a... yeah. So that's probably another good comparison to then. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point because Wally's pretty much like what Wan One is because Wally's whole thing is like he had an objective and a mission, and then like he kind of became defunct and grew a personality. And the whole like climax is when he suddenly loses that and even freaks out because he's just like trying to make garbage boxes again. So I think it's like yeah, Wan One. He's broken right now, and that's why he has, like, two personalities. But if he were to be fixed, he might be an enemy. Yeah, so let's talk oh, about that. Oh, mm. 
Yeah, go, Alex. Well, I was going to say, the, the question there, then, is why would the train be that interested in picking something up that's broken, right? Because, like, generally, if a robot is broken and in, like, this kind of dystopian situation, it's usually strong to survive. It's like, we'll just make another one. So, like, why why, why would there be so much focus put on this specific one one if, like, also we're, we're thinking that maybe the other one ones exist, then with even more reason, you, you, you wouldn't care about that although like he's another the most thing- special one i think he's still <laughs> a super special key somehow for the train yeah that, that that would be a possible explanation right that like he, this particular one one has some kind of ability that we haven't uh, unlocked yet or maybe it has the plans to some train like we, we can like make it r2d2 right like <laughs> there's like a bunch of r2d2s in the universe but this particular one had the plans to the death stars so that's why everyone's chasing this one so like it, it could also end up being something like that where it's just something we haven't learned about one one yet but uh th- this second episode of like seeing it uh, uh do its uh, its instinct of okay something's broken i need to fix it helps us uh, to get get to that point of uh, of showing like what what his purpose on the train was yeah so michelle was basically outlining what her impression of events yeah. were after the unfinished car the thing that struck wrong to me about what she was saying was that one one was just like a simple little repair bot because... no, no i think he is special because everyone yeah. the cat and the oh yeah. my god for good forget its name again steward or whatever little, yeah. everyone who is in universe who has recognized one one has had like a strong reaction mm. he means something special to them so i think that's all the indication we need that he's not like just a lackey clearly yeah so let's okay so the unfinished car could give you the impression that one a one one is a repair bot for the train because that's gonna be the basic explanation given that one one um has this like biological urge to fix everything that's like one of the biggest takeaways from the episode but uh in the beginning of the episode one one's eyes light up different colors then um seemingly against its own will is like going and fixing everything then when tulip is going to try to like um get it get it get it to stop um destroying the car by fixing things it's it's voice changes um mm-hmm, like it's becoming whole again it did it's it did yeah, it did purpose. seem more unified they don't need to worry anymore i'm here to get things back in order exactly. um and then it says one one says it's his fault the train is like this um which uh, then tulip relates to her own character arc, which i thought was great but i'm um, focusing just in on one one here and uh it's it's yeah so it's like a repair bot but also it seems like one one's maybe in charge of making sure the entire entire train is in order like what what would make it the maybe the conductor what does the conductor do do they steer the train or do they like make sure the train's running properly both i I think the focus on jobs in in trains is is less pertinent than the role on this mythical (laughs) train you need to look up a yeah please someone look it up because like if it's not the conductor he's like somebody who's in charge of like the operations of the train it's, he's somewhat high up if he's seems, not the yeah, person. Yeah, I, I like that this idea that one one is someone high up or even like someone the most in charge or yeah. the train itself, like something so vital to the and yeah, having he's lost its memory. He's um, got to fit in the special hole. It's totally going to happen. Right. So then we also see this hole. I I saw it as like a speaker is what it looked like to me at the end. This theory. But it had like an I thought so. Was it poking out or was it poking in? Because I thought it was poking in. I in think, a yeah, one one sized hole. Yeah, it's it's. I mean that that sounds right to me, but it 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 was very vague what it was. It was yeah. very vague. We have to yeah. rewatch. One one also like reintroduces himself to Tulip. And I was no, like, oh, no it, one... he reset. I think he right. Does it is 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 is, is is one one yeah. reset or will He's one one rem- will one one remember Tulip or no? Wow. It was it was vague. I feel like he'll remember her again, but like there was something about him passing through the the car doorway and him kind of losing his memory and I feel like that adds credence to the like he's broken and that's why he has two personalities right now thing. He doesn't know who his mom is. Maybe the train's his mom, honestly. The tra- yeah, maybe it's like, you know, Tula was relating him trying to fix the train to like her parents and mm-hmm. stuff. 
Maybe the train is a sparrow's. Oh. Yeah, some sort, some sort of tra- train hive mind type thing, I think. Oh, maybe, yeah. Um, like the train, it's being an entity of itself. I, I'm pretty high on that idea after the tonight. Uh, the train itself being alive, consider Tula, considering Tulip herself downplays that. Like She's like, the train's just a thing. That means it's not a thing. And it's alive. So It can uh, move its cars around it unless can, someone's doing it for someone it. Someone could have done that. Yeah. Or, well, that, the, the, I think the service level explanation is like the, the conductor's doing that. Or maybe the train itself is doing that exactly yeah i think that's certainly in play the thing that i do agree with that we've talked about as a given but i think it it kind of seems like it's true is that one one um getting away from its programming is split into two like this but it like kind of unifies when it is um doing what it's more of what it's supposed to be doing and when Um, it's unified it's bad um, like, I think you're yeah. supposed to interpret it as bad because, like, it's fixing a place that has proven it doesn't need to be fixed because it works fine as is, and that's the whole problem. I would say it is amoral. Um, like, we interpret this as a bad action considering we've, like, seen that these people have um, made their own place here and and made do with, with what they have and stuff. But it's not like he's trying to destroy them. It's just he's trying to... He's not he, trying, but they were literally floating into the sky before Tulip right. stopped it. And, and, he, and, and, and I don't think he's like, I want to kill them. He's like, uh, I I think he's just like an anti-entropy force. Like, he's just trying to put well, everything it, in order. Well, like Wally again, there's prime directive, right? Like, you gotta do the one thing that you're programmed <laughs> yeah. to do and yeah. no, ba- no matter what stops you, you're gonna do it. And, like, it's up to you to determine if that's good or bad but it's more of just like they're programmed to do one thing yeah it seems it seems like one one is just a mindless thing that needs to repair things at at its when working properly but then the question is like but why does everyone care so much about him like why is he so special so because he's cute cute. (laughs) but what if he's only cute when he's broken sam i I think that's it i don't think he's cute when he's fixed and and again and something that um it's something that again we should think about when like deconstructing this narrative is one one the, there's a running gag of one one looking for his mom um so like clearly that's important his mom is there and like the conductor like i think the mom being to uh the conductor for one one's mom or like one one is his own mom or the train itself is one one's mom like clearly something that that question will be answered it keeps it's gonna be a zim of blue situation what does that mean Spoilers for Love, Death, and Robots. Zima Blue. Oh, oh, okay. Is that the one everyone likes? I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. (laughs) Why haven't you seen seen other ones but not that one? Yeah, yeah. You should watch that one. There's a lot of them. There's like 10 or something. You don't need to watch all of them. Don't don't watch the bad ones. Yeah. I don't know which are the bad ones. Zima Blue is the good one. Can I just bring up another possibility? It won't be satisfying, but what if at the end it's just like, oh, Tulip, you were my mother all along. Yeah, that's well, that's, that's in play too. Yeah. Well, that's because it's her video game. Okay, well let's let's okay let let's shift gears to talk to it. Okay, okay, no, no, no. Let's deep, deep. Let's talk to So the question is like, is is one one seems important, but then the, the I think the next mythology question is, is Tulip herself important? I think that question is raised Alice. by the end of the cat's car. Um, the the steward specifically asks for the passenger, the passenger for about Tulip. Um, and you know it's like is clearly tulip one one and atticus um are the focus of the powers at be here considering yes. the end of the cat's car the is it just because of one one or is tulip herself also important i think that's very uh, up in the air right now no I, I agree it's very up in the air i'm not sure tulip is important other than the fact that one one is important and one one's with her it just it just seems like such a world um specifically for tulip. I don't know. Like it, it's 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 I mean that's true too. Also think- every everything is like centering around her emotional arc and like that's cuz it's a story but also it's like what if the train itself is focusing around what she's going through? It yeah. is. That's literally my theory, but I don't think we're the, we're going to get there yet. But well, yeah, is this I think the theory you teased yesterday? Yes. Tell us it now. You have to say it now. Okay, um, I want to start off by saying I, I really like a lot of things this show's doing, and I don't know if I'm right, but I am increasingly concerned that maybe the arc of this is like the train is trying to teach Tulip a lesson and to basically come to terms with their parents' divorce. 
Mm-hmm. And I've been getting a lot of those vibes because every time her hand thing changes, except for that one time, which I still don't understand when the steward left, it was always family related stuff. Like when she talks about the road trip and she's singing the song. And when she talks about like, oh, my dad said we had to work first and then rest after. Like it's all tied to her family. And like, I feel like the last two episodes like really push you to talk about the divorce. Like, and and I, like, I'm I'm concerned about this because if this is the takeaway, like this is all just kind of like a metaphor of how she's dealing with the divorce because the divorce was like very prominent in the first episode and it's a through line throughout. Like, I don't like that because like she's literally locked in a train where there's only one way to get out and that way is to figure out how she's supposed to respond to her own feelings about a complicated situation in a way that is acceptable to this train. And that feels really <laughs> creepy and patronizing and I don't like it. Gotcha. So that's why, that is why I like have been like holding back on this, but like, cause like, I don't, I, I want to think the show will do better than that. But like, it gives me super skeeved out vibes that this might be where we're going. And I, I'm really concerned. So, you yeah, don't so, go on a train every time you have to deal with something. <laughs> That's how you deal with big emotional uh, things in your life is you get stuck on a train and you have to fight your way out. Um, yeah, so I would, she's defi- stuck on this train. Yeah, like, so it would, it would not be good if this is supposed to be a morality lesson to her overall. No, I would say, yeah. Michelle, don't, don't like judge the show before it even does anything, obviously. You know, I, I mean, yeah. this is why I'm like, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But like... We, we have four episodes left. I'm I'm very curious if it doesn't go that direction where it's going to go, because I feel like it has to be about the divorce in some way, shape or form. And it has to be about Tulip thinking about the, the divorce and maybe like forgiving her parents for having a divorce. Because like the whole one one thing was like, I'm broken and I got to fix broken things. And then she like very much was like, believe me, I understand. Like you trust me when I say you can't do that and it's out of your hands and it's complicated. Like, I feel like that's the lesson the train's trying to teach Tulip. But like, again, like it feels like a lot of audacity for the train to tell her how to feel right now. And like, I don't know. I I hope this is going to like, if that is it, I hope it comes off a little better than that. Cause right now I just like really don't like that. She's literally trapped there and forced to learn a lesson. If that's the lesson she's supposed to be learning. Mm. So I, I, yeah. So you're bringing up the possibility that this whole thing might be for Tulip and her emotional turmoil. So yeah. I, I I would also not like that it if that was the answer. Right after she left to run away from home because of the divorce and the fight she had with her parents. Like, why else would the train show up right then? Why would we right. be... That, that's, a, that's a great point. The train shows up when she's in distress. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I so I think that certainly is something like that. So this like this is a metaphor for her turmoil and her figuring things out. I think something like that train. is in play, but it's a therapy train. Um, I think there's like uh, there's there's a middle ground which is more likely. I think which is like it's related to Tulip's arc, and it's not like the train is for Tulip, but it's like responding to her being on the train or something. You know, like it's it's like it, she is genuinely in danger from this mythological thing or whatever. But um, it's like it's just, but it is just responding to her now that she's there um i think something like that could be satisfying that would be more satisfying yeah than it like sought her out to be like oh this girl doesn't understand but we'll make her understand i think think the other way you could spin this in a satisfying way is if it's something like tulips creating her own video game that this is like tulips way of coping with things after the fact that she makes this and she like experiences this fantasy by making this game and like that's her way of processing her emotions about this yeah that would be better because it would be her choice and she'd have a little more autonomy. Like I, said, I, I, yeah. I think I think if if it's all about just Tulip's um, distress, it's going to be something like her choice. It's like this is to, the game Tulip made or this is Tulip looking back on things. Like I think they would definitely do that if that's the direction we're going. I mean, I don't know. I, I want to trust the team, but... I don't know them yet, so we'll see, right? It's a new, it's a new show, and there's a lot has a lot going to happen in ten episodes. But um, yeah, I mean, in terms of like big picture things here, I'm not sure these episodes give us much clarity at all, which is interesting. Like we know that 
one one is uh like supposed to fix things and part of the train's higher like function and that there's maybe a higher train function or at least very least there's a red line thing um i still don't know are we in a, are we in a video game or is this train like mechanical is this a fantasy world like I, I, none of these questions are as much answered i feel like as some previous nights are. I'm, I'm, I, so i kind of like that that we move in terms of the the smaller picture mythology we take a lot of big steps in these episodes but the big picture mythology is still um is still very cloudy and i'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure i'm not sure what's up like what are, what do these advancements mean for the bigger picture um could could the fact that there's like the steward maybe there's a conductor maybe the train itself is live could all of that just be tech like yesterday i was like this the episodes are pointing towards this being mechanical not magical can all of this fit within a mechanical explanation like and it, it seems like it'd be very advanced tech i, I don't know um alex where where are you as of tonight on what is ultimately the infinity train like uh, it, and did these episodes influence that much aliens okay no i mean just, just you saying like is it mechanical super advanced technology so obviously aliens right like they'll they, they'll make a fancy train that can like switch mm-hmm. cars 10 10 cars down yeah, they also they so, also switch the car that's a good point that would be a pretty uh, high-tech thing yeah 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 and we like we still got that whole thing of like the sky portal mm-hmm. or whatever <laughs> and, like we haven't really talked about that since like yeah that's episode. true so uh so that that's still around um As far as like my actual theory on like what the train is, I I agree that this these two episodes don't move it that much. I think it's these episodes uh, do more towards uh, making you um, care about one one's fate and about uh, uh, Tulip uh, struggling emotionally. And I I, I especially agree with the fact that the, the fact that the divorce was like pushed in both of these episodes, especially like in that uh, tulip uh, monologue, uh, uh, tulip talking to one one at the end of the uh, second episode and like repeating lines that she she got in her flashbacks in the first episode. So like uh, just like okay, we really need to like tie these two together, and that's the way we're gonna do it. So it, it definitely feels like we're making that an important piece of tulip's character. And that that's her coping with it is somehow part of it. Yeah. I, I I do want to talk about how the train wants to erase her memories, and yeah, that yeah. tulip uh, is getting healed by like rem- by like remembering them as they were. Yeah, I was and, like, about that, to bring that, in the tape function. Let let, let right, me set but, that up. I mean, so. Like that contributes to tulip dealing with the divorce as like part part of the, if you want to go down that road of like the train is made towards that then like that's a big uh, like a big uh, red red uh, flag of like okay this is like very obviously like this is a big old coping method situation um right so the the big thing i think i forgot to to mention earlier is the this her going inside the the tape and yeah so the, the if, uh in terms of like this could all be mechanical well how can she get trapped inside this tape that the cat does so this this seems uh, a glaring thing like uh, first of all is this literal or is this metaphorical tulip watching the tape it seems like the episode presents it as this is literally what's happening to her she is inside of her memories yeah could, could that could that not be like I, that's how I read it. Is that she's literally Dylan, there? That's an answer like, for the end of the show when we figure out if like we get clarification. I think well, for now all, we're this supposed all to take could be it metaphorical. Sure, yeah, but, but like, like I think for now we're supposed to have it as face value. Yeah, okay, that's fair. For now we're supposed to interpret it that way. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you're taking things a bit too seriously. <laughs> what do you? Well, what do you mean? No, because like you're being like, oh, is this all mechanical? Is this supposed to be magical? It's 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 an infinity train. Sam, it's, it's like is, you're trying but, to but find, is it but is it an infinity train dylan you're trying to find logic where i don't think you're supposed to so you're so, okay well okay so <laughs> yeah. you're saying that you think the show isn't leading to some big answer no i think it might be for tula personally but like in terms of the world and like the state of whether or not there's aliens or magic or what have you i don't think so no Okay. No, I mean, I don't think it's, like, stupid for me to think that it's... I don't think it's stupid either, but I think, like, you're getting really hung up on it. 
Well, the thing is also Tulip in the show, like especially the first half of this show was very focused on explaining things. Like, why is this yeah, happening? That's, that's why is that happening? And that yeah. ended up Logic being like a wrong thing to do with her time. Right, exactly. right. And like in these two episodes, it's interesting that we like take the turn of her like putting the glove over her hands. Like, okay, I'm not going to worry about the number like that. Yeah. I to yeah. just like go and focus on moving forward. That's all I need to do. So it's interesting that even Tulip, in, in in character is like change trying to change her her view on like uh, not focusing as much on the nature of the trade as much as just surviving because like look i'm in this weird world like what am i doing here so it, it, it's interesting that like as we are getting deeper into mm. mythology tulip ha- has to get to the point of like okay i'm not supposed to care as much about what's going on around me I mean, I think like the show is shifting its focus now that you say that the show is maybe shifting its focus to to meet Tulip's attitude now. It's like Tulip's like, I don't care about the number. I don't care about what's going on here. And like, so these episodes care less about what's going on here. I mean, like they do in terms of like one, one and the conductor and stuff. But there's there, there aren't it, they don't espouse these larger questions of mythology. I feel like like we said. So I think that's interesting if it connects to, to Tulip's arc. Um, I mean, like in terms of what Sam said, I certainly think it's possible that we don't answer these larger questions at the end of the show i would personally find it very unsatisfying if there are not future episodes and we did not answer like why why is the infinity train here what is the infinity train like like if if it's like inside a video game that's the answer right like it's a video game but you know if it's if it's literal then it's like what is the mechanics behind this like you need to answer those things if you're gonna have a crazy thing going on here silly Um, no you you don't though especially not if you've already been greenlit for a second season apparently then you definitely don't want to keep all those like i said if if there's more episodes yeah. for the larger world building of your later seasons. Well, what do you what do you mean if you've been greenlit for a second season? Apparently, these, like these, you, you don't, Dylan. If we knew how everything worked, that would take half the fun out of the entire show. And how would they expect us to be as excited for next season uh, okay, with all those things there, answered? Well, as as of what we know right now, there is no second season. We've been said like uh, this is the ten episodes. We've heard nothing past that except for Owen vaguely say referring to these as the first ten episodes. But um, right, I mean yeah. that seems pretty. The mo- I would say most people are listening to this under the assumption this is a 10 episode miniseries right now. So like, you know, I feel like those are the attitudes. Um, also, uh, I, I will say just to defend a little bit, I think that this, 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 if this is a first season, I still think it can survive because we're shifting the focus to Tulip's character. And like, if that's going to end up being the focus of the show, like these two episodes were really great because they're like focusing on Tulip and what and one one and like their inners going on and not really on the train mythology. So I think that if the show is able to keep that up for the next four episodes, that this can still be a really good show and like not explain really anything at all. Like if the train just exists as like a, a mysterious future setting four characters to have explorations like i i think that's still like a pretty cool show so like i wouldn't uh, obviously like we we have fun talking about the mechanics of the train like what it really is but tulip is the main character and i think that she's like a really she's been doing a really good job of like keeping my attention in the show so far so i am fine with focusing on tulip um yeah and so if if there's more episodes then tulip would not be in them right like this would be possibly yeah unless we've been completely like misled then this is if it if there's more things it's like an anthology type thing so um this is you know tulip's arcs again and i i agree if the if there's more episodes which we do not know in any capacity right now so i what i was saying is like if this is it which is like how we're assuming it is then you know you have to answer the question it's questions at the end if there's more you can end tulip's arc keep the bigger stuff vague that'd be exciting for a second second season or second series i i think i agree i think that'd be i i personally would like that the most actually because then there'd be more of infinity train these fun questions could continue on exactly um, yeah, plus so like I, if you know what the answer to everything is that takes some of the fun out of it well but it what if i'm saying like if it's the like if there's literally nothing more michelle like then like yeah you answer it right like you don't No, you don't i mean again if the point of this arc is just tulip dealing with stuff be it her parents divorce or something else that's that's all the resolution we need we need 
her story to come to a satisfying conclusion. We don't need a train conclusion story. Who cares about the train? The train is just like a plot thing to get us through the character stuff. All we need to answer is the character stuff. I think that's a valid perspective, certainly. I, like, do not agree at all about that. That's fine. That's uh, fine. You don't have to. So that being said, one thing I was about to say, too, was that I think, like, I came into the show not caring about the specifics at all. All I cared about was, like, the... The fact that it's like this big mystery and it's like, what's the, what's the train? What's the mechanics? Like, that's the thing I only cared about. And now I'm going to say, I do care more about what's going on with Tulip than the, the, the larger picture questions. So I think the show's done an incredible job, like literally tonight and yesterday of making Tulip like this fantastic character. Um, so I think like that's really great. That being said, I like, you know, I, it's still like six, it's still, it's still like a heavy percent. I care about the, the larger mythology and the way I view these types of shows is I, you know, I think I need, I need answers for the larger mythology questions. But I think like the fact that Michelle like has that perspective speaks a ton, speaks volumes about the characterization the show has done recently, right? Like I think it's done such a fantastic job. Um, I, my, my guess on how most people are watching the show is they, would care about the what the train what's gonna happen with the train but i, I mean don't know. it's fair it's fair to care my point isn't that you shouldn't care it's that does not knowing not equal a satisfying conclusion to the show and i would say no we don't need that for a satisfying conclusion to the show if the main point is the character arc yeah like, it's I mean, fine it, to it's, have questions and want more it's it's hard uh to answer that without knowing the exact conclusion exactly. i think it depends on exactly what they do so i i could maybe see a very specific ending where you don't really answer the what the train is but you but we're so focused on tulip and it just it, it you do it in in the certain ways but i feel like that's a very specific ending for me but it it does kind of feel like what we're working towards right now i will say that like we are laser focused on tulip um, so let, let's, let's, the last things we'll talk about more on Tulip's character, um, and these, hers being sucked inside the, the tape here with the memories. Um, so she, she has a bunch of, uh, memories which she's there for while also seeing her younger self. And, um, she eventually starts like turning into static. Um, and she's, uh, there's like the memories at first were like, uh, too happy and then they're like too bad. And then she like, gets her the real version of uh her parents telling her they're getting divorced and um she's like commentating that commenting on that while it's happening and um she concludes that uh i was the one changing my memories she says um so that's interesting but i think there's kind of two reactions to this this scene other than that it was like really brilliant like the sequence but um from a larger perspective it's like uh Tulip is sucked into her memories inside a tape. Like, what are the mechanics of that? And then um, it seems like we're less interested in that, uh, which I think is fair, um, but does have larger questions about what's going on here. But um, also it's like, uh, what's going on with these memories changing, like Alex brought up? Um, you know, like, is is the train influencing her memories? At the end, she concludes she was the one changing her memories. But, like, how could she have been doing that unless she is in control of this entire situation, which I think is in play? Um Right, that 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 I feel like that's kind of interesting. Like she prominently draws that conclusion that she's the one doing it. Like, is is she the train? You know, is this, uh, is this <laughs> well, some sort of fever dream? Well, again, know. like I think that this contributes to to the theory that if this is all like a a, a, a mor- morality metaphor situation, then it's herself go- going into her memories and like coming to terms with the fact that she's been suppressing them and stuff. Because otherwise, like if, if it's like an out- external force doing it, as Michelle mentioned, it's kind of creepy that like you're, you're making someone go into their memories and like um, you're forcing them to confront it. And like what motivation would the, would any external force have for that? Unless Tulip herself is special in some way, which we've really not gotten a hint of. Like, if anything, one one is the one that we've gotten hints of being special, but Tulip herself, not really. So, like that, that would be the only place for like the train being interested in Tulip's uh, in psyche. But that, that's why, like, it, the, this whole idea of like the train allowing for you to go into your own memories and like it and and kind of erase yourself in the process of like losing your memories like that's kind of a very personal thing that is motivated primarily by self-reflection at least because otherwise it would it would seem very forceful 
So the only thing about like this being about tulip self reflection um, is is I guess the, the the cat does say that everyone has their own tape, which is interesting. Yeah. This might not be true, but what if everyone does have their own tape and everyone does have the ability to um, view their own memories and go inside and like manipulate their own memories in the setting? Like, um, so is is that would I guess maybe indicate the train is some sort of vehicle for self reflection? Exactly, um, it's a vehicle. literal vehicle yeah. for yeah. self reflection <laughs> <Yeah>. or something. <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean that. I feel like that's what the the cat's car episode maybe. Have, I mean, I don't know what that means in a literal sense, but uh, it, it, it it's just. I feel like it's just so striking her going inside the tape and looking at her memory. It's so different than everything else we see in the show, um, and it really does kind of change your perspective on what's going on here. That um, this can be like so psychological and. Um, yeah, I like what, what is tulip. You know, it gives the impression that tulip is is not um, hmm. on this train, right? Like it's, Dylan, it's it, yeah, Sam. Sorry to interrupt you. I have an idea. Yes. That you. is very related to you. So you know the, the Danganronpa <laughs> games? Yes. Maybe it's like that. Well, which uh, part? Because they, cha- they keep changing the mythology of it, but what part? Um. Well, I remember in the first game, they had like the whole, oh yeah, let's watch these tapes from the outside or whatever and blah 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 blah. Spoilers for Danganronpa by the way. Very good games. I highly recommend. Uh, but you know how in the second one they all have like amnesia and they're like oh how did we end up on this island and they kind of go backwards and there's that whole chapter where it's sort of like a PlayStation 1 game. Yeah, there's, like, there's, there's, yeah, there's also a lot from the third game I don't think you've played that would yeah. be really interesting here. But yeah, it's but, basically like people experiencing so – I feel like where you're going, people experiencing something and it's like being um, manipulated on the outside or like there's yeah. like an out, outside world that they're – yeah. Um, Maybe the um, ultimate despair has come to Wisconsin. The train is the ultimate despair. I like that. Yeah. Uh, to, uh, to, oh, yeah Tulip is on a train and like something is uh, – going on outside or um i i, I and it, i guess what what makes it seem not like that is it's so self-reflective for for tulip I, but i don't know it, it's hard not to get stuck on this tape stuff um now that we're talking about this yeah alex uh well i was gonna say like talking about this kind of reminded me when the pilot came out and like it was called infinity train people were like oh it's like that adventure time episode about a train that's infinity right and like the whole point of that episode is that you slowly lose your mind and like you're escaping from the problems that you're experiencing in your life by being in this train and distracting yourself forever until like it gets snapped out of it and like in this case it's, it's kind of similar right because it's like the train offering an opportunity for tulip to be like okay well you can like fix your memories and like just pretend that they didn't happen and then you'll be the zombie i mean but we don't actually see what the chair forever that way yeah pretty much like they they, like represented by like her becoming static and like that's a tv that's static is kind of like a zombie tv almost right so it's like uh, it's it I, i wonder if there's also like once we get an explanation of what the train is, I wonder if this episode can be interpreted in a very similar way to the Adventure Time Infinity Train episode. Which that is was like an like, Infinity Dungeon, wasn't it? Or some, something like that. Yeah, but something no, like the, that. the Dungeon Train, that, that's what it was called, yeah. Dungeon Train. But uh, uh, yeah, so it's just like it, the Tulip it was, run, was literally like running away from a, a problem that she has. She it lands on this train. It gives her the opportunity to be like, well, pretend it doesn't happen. But instead, she makes a decision to face up to them and the train will do something with regards to that decision i don't know um yeah so yeah it it is it is important (laughs) that the cat's trying to like telling the conductor that as like uh she got away from the tape it seemed like the, the the intent was to trap her there and yeah maybe make everything seem like it's okay she concludes that she was the one changing things maybe the train was um, but either way, she's supposed to be trapped inside the tape. It gives you like a very like that 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 house in the woods from Hilda vibe of like trying to keep you there, um, something like that. It's a common trope. Um, yeah, Coraline. I don't know. I guess Coraline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, there could be a lot of Coraline comparisons to the other mother. Yeah, um, I guess. Okay, my my position after tonight is that uh, we are uh, in Tulip's self reflective video game. Um, that's that's Dylan. That's, that's, I, what, that's what I've been saying. With. Right. I mean, that's like kind of saying. we've kind of been saying this every night, right? But I, I feel like um, this is this is uh, based on the the cat scar. I don't know what what else are we doing here. Um, 
I mean, and, the, the tape was a test the way all the rooms are a test. It was like a very specific test. But the point of all the rooms is, can you solve them? And that was how she solved that particular room. I mean, is that not what happened? That's fair. That's, fair. that's interesting. Yeah. And the yeah. unfinished car is kind of like the game having a bug and her yeah. needing to fix the bug. But then it's actually really good. It's a good glitch. Yeah, so it doesn't need to be fixed. Yeah, they get the mail, yeah, and everybody's okay. happy. They uh, get the mail. Last thing is what we've mentioned is Tulip um, is, is starts to ignore her number, and she puts a glove over her uh, over her hands, which I thought was like a really powerful visual. Yeah, I, re- I really liked that. And they addressed it in both episodes, which is good. Yeah, um, and she, she resists looking at her hand again in the second episode. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, no, no more numbers, no more mystery. She says, "I think, yeah." So she's, um, she's, she's, she's over it, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Just, I, I just love the, the. It's like the hands on the number. It's such a great concept to start with. Oh, she uh, rejects like being so focused on it by putting a glove over her hands. Oh, it's, it's great. Love it. Uh, so we'll see how if she stays like this. She stays not caring about these larger questions, um, and maybe that is the answers to get off the train. Is her just focusing in on her own turmoil and uh, what's ahead. Yeah. I mean, all signs point to yes from what we've seen. Yeah. But that being said, so this is night three. Every That's true. Night, like like or, I said, every night is kind of change our mind. So every night's kind of taking you in a direction. This was the tulip self-reflective night. Like maybe we subvert that tomorrow and we're back on the numbers. And uh, like, this could be an intentional setup here from the show to, 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 to pull the rug out from under us next tomorrow night or or in the finale. We will I can see. see that too. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Um, Michelle, anything else from the episodes or closing thoughts here? Um, I really like them. Cat Car is a standout episode, but I've, I've been liking all these episodes. Do you, do you I, ultimately like the cat in the Cat Car? Yeah, uh, I think the cat's a great character and I love its voice. And, it, you know, poor thing. It has to deal with what's its face steward person. And that sucks. And it broke all its stuff. It probably took years collecting all that stuff from the other mm. cars. So, yeah, I'm pro cat. Pro, well, I'm, I'm pro that duh, cat. Duh. Okay, yeah. pro that cat. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alex, uh, anything else or closing thoughts? I'm pro cat, but I'm not sure if I'm pro that cat. But oh. I mean, th- th- there's more chances for this cat to show. Do we know that this cat has a name? It probably. I think does, it, I think right? it's just cat. It, it probably has a name. We just don't know what it is. Yeah, I think we call. I think we call it cat. Yeah, maybe. But anyways, my final thought is that we got so deep into the lore in this podcast that like we didn't we didn't really mention any of the jokes and like this was another like really good group of uh, of humor episodes as well. Like I think that this this group did a better job. Like especially, there's the the scene in Tulip's flashbacks where like she's imagining the commercial, but it's Atticus yeah. and Wedlock. I think that's yeah, the that really good. Yeah. Yeah. Turtle it's, it's great. And, and, and the onion this... cake. The onion yeah, there's cake. onion cake. Um, mm. there's commentary on aquariums being sad, which I kind of agree with. Um, that the, there are many, uh, and like also like all the, the there's a lot of turtle jokes that are pretty good. Like it's not something like uh, we're hard and soft shelled and. She's like, like tacos? <laughs> is so disappointed in her for getting it wrong. Yeah. Are there, yeah. Are there soft shell turtles? There probably are. They're probably like not, if, not very protected. If tur- <laughs> yeah, if the turtle's like sick, maybe it's shell gets soft, but it's not supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. But so anyway, these episodes were also pretty funny on top of all the emotional and its uh, its positiony stuff that they were doing. So, yeah, Cat's uh, car will definitely stick in my mind as like some uh, something very um th- that like really attracted me and like it's kind of the ideal of what I hoped Infinity Train would be, which is like kind of weird, kind of surreal, but also like not losing sight of the characters and uh, like built adding a little bit of story at a time so i think that this is a good example of like what infinity train was hyped up to be and so far it's living up to it yeah cat's car is is what we were expecting after the the first episode um i think that's why a lot of us reacting so positively to it also it just has a bunch of st- uh, awesome stuff in it um with the the turtle thing yeah the 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 thing that stood out to me is that it was a, pa- a parallel to the corgi car with the turtle king introducing himself and it was like 
um is something glitching here like is the turtle emperor like a clone of the cory like 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 the introduction with tulip is the same thing i think she comments on it briefly like i've I've seen this before mm-hmm. um i don't know if that was just supposed to be it or if that's supposed to be a portent to like the cars glitching out or something like that but i thought that was interesting um okay sam uh anything else in closing thoughts okay i have a couple of things okay um Hot takes one- on cold cakes <laughs> well don't put onions on your cakes number one but ice cream cake is very good that's was it an ice cream cake yeah that's my favorite yeah. kind of cake honestly so a plus for that um where was i dylan you need to make one one in the in the turtleneck and the wig the <gasps> podcast image for this oh my god um <laughs> if not i'm going to make it my discord icon um that that, that seems like you're just yeah you win yeah. either way that way uh number two the return of word up by cameo mm-hmm. actually like the song actually happens so that's fun uh number three uh woke for spokes yeah i love it i love what that, that mean he's woke for <laughs> what are spokes? For spokes like spokes persons no, no those are the those spokes of a wheel yeah oh my god all right well thank you for explaining it everyone no problem but i i i i'll i'll echo alex's sentiment that we didn't really touch too much on the on the little details um there's a lot of fine art references happening uh there was this painting of a tiger in uh the cat's car that was i don't remember what the painting's name is but i'll look it up and i'll share it on discord i'm sure uh plug for our discord but um and there's like mc escher references just a lot of fine art references that i appreciated being a uh an art school nerd um but yeah, really good episodes. And like I said, I'm probably going to rewatch The Cat's Car and then cry because divorce. Sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, brought the divorce stuff back in a major way. for Divorce! Sure. Yeah. yeah, when they turn into monsters, they're just screaming divorce, divorce <laughs> over and over. I'm like, wow, this is a version of hell for someone, for sure. We're getting divorced. And the ugly dog was back in flames. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, I thought that I was the ugly him. dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, was that, that looked like a, do, a, a dachshund. Dachshund. I wasn't sure if it was I the did. same one. But I yeah. don't know dog types, but it was the ugly dog from before. What's, I know what, type, what, what type of cat is the cat, Michelle? It's a nice cat. I don't know. It's, it's a, a, white cat. <laughs> a white cat. That's the kind. I don't know. It's cat, a dog floofer. Okay. Yeah, it's a floofer cat. There you It might be a Persian cat just because I feel like Persian cats are always evil cats in oh, movies and TV. Oh, Persians have the smush face. Oh, wait. Smush face. Okay. They okay. do. They, they're, they're very cute. I'm just no, saying they how they're used in media one. usually. That one, one does not have Yes. Um, the cat is voiced by Kate Mulgrew, who is uh, Captain Way from Star Trek Voyager, and also Red from Orange is the New Black. Oh my yeah. god! No wonder I love her voice. Yeah, she's a great <laughs> job. I want the cat redemption arc. That's the the final Infinity Train arc. I want the cat one. Yeah, which season cat sixteen. Give us the cat arc. Yeah, we oh. want that more than the cat redemption. Well, All, I, cats I, I, redeemed. <laughs> All cats redeemed. All cats redeemed. Yeah, cats are just evil, and we need to redeem them. That's how media works now, I guess. Cats yeah. aren't evil, but sure. That's what all these shows are saying. I don't you know, know what? They're it's, wrong. It's really demoralizing, and it's not true. <laughs> what about Princess Carolyn? She's great. Yeah. She's great. She is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, she is a need redemption. She's she's good. So uh, the moral she's... story is Princess Carolyn is the only good cat. No, we're gonna redeem this cat. Um, Blake from Ruby is a nice cat girl. Blake from Ruby oh, is good. Mal yes. a nice cat. Does having ears on a tail yeah. make you yeah. a cat, or are you just a cat girl? Uh, you're just a cat girl. Yeah, cat okay. girls aren't. I don't have cats. But she has a tail. <laughs> <laughs> Tails is not making how something dare, a cat. How dare you bring up Ruby on this five yard box? Okay, well. <laughs> Well, uh, there's a, yeah, there was a lot of small stuff, but we had a high level discussion. That's fine. I think that's what people are more interested in. And, um, but yeah, this was good. Can't wait to, uh, I mean, I, yeah, I can't wait to rewatch Cat's Car, but also the whole show and Cat's Car. Especially. Yeah, so, yeah. I can't yeah. wait to not podcast on the rest of it with you guys. Wow. Yeah. Rip, I'm just kidding. Sam. Yeah. I'm- okay. Well, well, uh, thank you, Sam, for giving us all of your, uh, well, like, hot, hot takes. Um, on. message me when I'm right about the video game thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did, did you did you originate that theory? 
I mean, it, it was you've certainly been Sam's, supporting it. Yeah, Sam's I probably wasn't the first like, person on the internet to think that, okay. but I was the first person on this podcast. The the, the real question is if on the first podcast you called that a broke or a woke theory. Good question. Yeah, that's, I don't that's know true. That part, <laughs> that's true. What did we rate that? Yeah, I've well, <laughs> yeah, been supporting it. We, really, we podcast. called that by doing the broke or woke. We called this episode, right? With yeah, the, we uh, called the woke Chris Bokes. Yeah, wow. I can't believe it. Okay. And one of them is broke. Oh he God. is broke. <laughs> he has to be broke. He has he's to be. broke. Okay, we'll see more on one one being broke and um, Tulip being woke and figuring out what's going on yeah. in the train tomorrow on Infinity Trade. So let's read you this episode at overlyanimated.com. Uh, leave us comments on YouTube, youtube.com slash overlyanimated or the aforementioned Discord. You can also talk about Infinity Train with us at overlyanimated.com slash Discord for the invite link. And uh, consider supporting us if you like this podcast at on Patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Connie, a.k.a. Veronica Kukumanga. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, Ryan, Steve Ox, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Um, yep, back tomorrow night for more Infinity Train. Also, maybe some Young Justice, an actual interruption to the Infinity Train cycle of podcasts. But Absolutely. yeah. Going. Oh, we also had Final Space come out this week too. So, wow, the Infinity um, Train cycle is Infinity. You can't stop it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll just there we'll be <laughs> keep doing Infinity Train podcasts forever. That's the only appropriate thing to do, I think, every day for the rest of. Our yeah, lives. we can argue more and more about theories. When when the ending <laughs> of the show is ambiguous, we'll keep we'll just keep arguing about like what it really. Yeah, means. still in that. Round tables are for literally, literally what you did for Avatar. Uh, that sounds right. Yeah, you had like fifty genetics discussions. Oh my um, god, we're not going to do too. that except maybe with the cat character and maybe what? Atticus too. What? No. Okay. Yeah, the cat or the cat and Atticus going to hook up, Michelle. No. Okay. Okay. Oh. No. Is that a ship? Is that a ship? <laughs> I don't know. Not be, let's not say it so it doesn't come true. There's, There's no Dil- shipping in this show. We need some shipping. Oh, so that's why Dylan doesn't like. Me. No, we don't need shipping. <laughs> What do you mean they don't like this? I love the show. Okay. There was an undercurrent going on, and I think we figured it out. Yeah, this we need the show. Awesome. It is missing a key ingredient yeah, that is shipping. I'll say that. Shouldn't it be training instead of shipping? Uh, I think it's a train, not a ship. Okay. And with that, thank you guys. <laughs> so I think thank it you be for shipping. listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Au revoir. Bye. Bye. Bye.